the TBR report. All right. So, Thomas, let's let's start at the beginning here. Now, first thing is that when we talked to you on the show for the first time, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I think that the next week we brought you back on to talk about the Blackwell Ghost. So we had we've already done one full Blackwell Ghost, but we covered the entire series. Yeah. And from that point it was uh films one through five. I think we and that I think we watched one through I think we talked about one through four because somebody didn't one of one of us didn't see the fifth one by that time. Okay. I hadn't. Okay. So we had to do some tippy toes there. Yeah. Uh, but we covered the franchise. And uh, again, we were all in alignment that uh, we adore this franchise. Oh, yeah. We, we love the Blackwell Ghost. Uh, we love the mysterious character known as Turner Clay. We love that he flies an airplane. We love that he flies that very dangerous little pack of gum. <laughs> um, and it's just everything about it because, I, and you know, I. Now look, then and then when we talked to you, uh, Russell and Oksana had still had not seen Blackwell Go Six, but we'll we'll get there eventually, uh, because on last Friday we're talking on Tuesday, the Friday prior, um, you basically sent out a barrage of notifications all over the place in the Overlook uh, community, and you sent me a DM saying, "Dude." Turner Clay shocked the world today and just dropped Blackwell Go Six. And you know, now, and you know what's funny? I noticed him uh, release the trailer two minutes after it went live, and I was just I was just happened to be scrolling through like YouTube, and so I was like maybe one of the first to even just check it out, and I was like, oh wow, this is like. And then um, I looked at the video description, and it had a link to Amazon. I was like, oh my gosh, is this movie coming out right now? And, uh, yeah, like, so it just, it just came out the same day that the trailer did. Well, he keeps very, everything real close to the chest, right? Yeah. And he's, he's sort of, he is committed to the bit, as we say in the industry. And that is, and we will certainly get more into that in this conversation as we talk about Black Old Ghost 6. But when you sent me that DM, <laughs> um, I was in back-to-back terrible, boring meetings and I saw the notification on my phone and it gives me the whole message. <laughs> and I saw that you said, I lost my mind. <laughs> and that was the only thing I thought about for two hours. Oh, um, yeah. Those meetings that I was not paying attention to. So um, if I get fired, that's your fault. <laughs> so, um, I, dude, I was the same way. I was like on the clock and, you know, I'm allowed one lunch break every day. So, uh, you know, immediately I texted y'all and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm clocked out for the first hour of work here so I can so I can watch this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, the first time you were on the show, it was episode 242. If people want to check that out, I believe um, it was after of 24 hour was the first time oh, we okay. really talked to you. And then we got back together for an extra long TBR, the Thomas Burke Report episode, mm. which was 264. And um, so it was like, I don't know, 20. What is that? Months? It feels like kind of far oh, apart. Okay. But uh, yeah, to catch people up, we did watch part five, and I I loved it. I this is this franchise. It's weird because in the found footage community, it's like not that known. But I feel like when people get into it, they get fucking into and it. And why is that? Because it it's it covers so much. I think it's behind a paywall. So I mean, I watched also the first that. one. My mom turned me onto it. Like fuck, 
how long ago was that was years ago at least four years ago when the first one came out and um we watched it and i went holy shit dude this guy nails it it's hard to tell where reality begins and or actually not with the first one the first one you know we were turning on water faucets and shit yeah and i was like that's cool like what a what a nice like little movie i think the the best part of the original was the setup where he's like looking at that video with the hotel room yeah and uh you know, part two came out and it was behind a paywall. And even though I loved part one, I didn't pull the trigger on it. And then, you know, I checked back in. I'm like, wait, they're up to four. I was like, what is he fucking turning into Nigel Bach? <laughs> like literally. And I was kind of like, okay, these, he pants- is the anti Nigel Bach well, for sure. I thought, and, and why is that? Well, um, because I think that he, Turner Clay has, Again, he is completely shrouded in mystery here. Turner Clay has a film background. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. He's, he's got a previous filmography, um, but he is playing this off as that this is really happening. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would and say- he is, And Nigel is, Nigel's like, hey, I'm the bad Ben guy. Let's party. <laughs> and Nigel's marrying his fans. Not, you know, uh, in the last episode we dropped to this show, we talked a lot about comedy up top. And I think Nigel Box found a new way to do comedy because, I mean, we show up for his. It's his show. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, the movie and the fact that it's a horror movie, it's cool. The fact that it's found footage makes it really relevant to us. But we're there to watch him riff. And uh, that is not Turner Clay. I um I can't even begin to imagine what uh, Turner Clay is like. Uh, definitely not his real name. And uh, it feels like that's him. But it can't be. You don't think Turner Clay's is real? No, name? I think he's got another room again in the, in this film because we're going to be talking about six today. He's got that weird little open attic area. I think up in that little attic area, he's got like a Marvel board of continuity where he's planning out ep- the next three movies. It's very possible. It's very possible. Um, and here's the thing: we're going to talk about the Blackwell Go Six. So we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. So, 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 sure. so that's the thing. Now, this just came out on Friday. It is behind a paywall. Um, and uh, let me also be very, very clear. If you have not seen Blackwell Ghost 1 through 5, please do not watch You, you have to. You have to. Don't do it. And also, if you haven't gone through 1 through 5, I'm telling you, it's rewarding. This is truly one of my favorite film franchises of all time. Um, you know, outside of horror. Well, um, Dude, when I, Tom, did you tell me to, I think you texted me. Yeah, no, no, I did. I, um, uh, it's been a nightmare at work. It's very hot out here. And again, it's California hot. So it's probably like high seventies. I was miserable. It's 89. 80. Okay. That's a little bit more. Yeah, we, uh, we don't have <laughs> HVAC. A little, a little more impressive, but I work in a, uh, tin roofed warehouse where it's, you know, I feel like I'm in a microwave oven. Anyway, I was having not a great day, not enjoying life. And I got that text from Tom. <laughs> And I can't, I swear to you, I can't remember the last time I was more excited to watch a movie. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, this, this isn't fucking Amazon Prime movie. But I, I emoted out loud. I went, oh, fuck yeah. And I went, oh, uh, a movie came out. <laughs> I'm just excited. for, And it felt even weird saying that. <laughs> also, a, a, a sense of joy just came over me. And, you know, when, when we're comparing them to Nigel Bach, I think the main thing is quality. And like continuity, mm-hmm. like these movies, you know, uh, you're getting a payoff for having uh, been on this ride. And 
he hasn't turned out anything bad. Well, the, yeah, like you said, the continuity seems like a major difference because with Bad Ben, you can almost debunk these like you know VFX uh, compositions yeah. that he puts together, like. Debunk? Yeah. <laughs> Debunk is a straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if, if, if we're levitating in the air, we can see the, you know, the the mask around it or, or something yeah. like that. But like, with, like or, or a clown from Spirit Halloween takes you to his portal to hell. <laughs> if if we're having a conversation about if uh, Bad Ben is real or not, your helmet's too tight. There is you have issues. Um, also, call us. Yeah, for real. We'd love to do that on the show. Uh, yeah, but I think. Um, I don't know. Do do we do we need a refresh on this thing? I feel like, yeah. So essentially, uh, what the franchise is is uh, Turner Clay again. Series opens up uh, with him as a filmmaker, and then essentially he starts. Uh, <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> well, he provides a background of of him. You know creating narrative films and then his new project is more of a documentary uh dealing with you know a ghost story that kind of fell across his lap um and then they he, he lives in kentucky with his wife then they fly to pennsylvania is that right tom the first one uh i forget what state it's in yeah it's pennsylvania pennsylvania i think an important detail too is uh he takes on the ghost project as kind of a hobby and initially because we're doing a vlogger thing all of the dialogue is like skeptical and right off the bat, he's already trying to debunk stuff. And I always think it's more entertaining when you can like be on the side of your protagonist instead yeah. of like making excuses like, Oh no, that would be scary. And you wouldn't leave. He's very upfront about what he's doing. Uh, he fills you in a lot like Nigel Bach. They're very clear with how they feel about the ghost. Nigel will walk around the house cursing at the ghost <laughs> while Turner clay is kind of like, He's scared and you can, you can see it. And, uh, but he's not like cowering because I think he's pretty aware. Well, he's, he wants a connection. Yeah. And he's never been hurt by anything. So yeah. Yeah. Um, You you know, he even mentioned in one of the movies that he's like, he feels, he feels more comfortable just talking to the camera, even though it's not in real time to like, he's talking to anybody, but he's like, he basically said it was therapeutic for him to, to do that when he was experiencing like all those banging noises in the, in the, uh, the, the Lightfoot house. Yeah. You know, I often imagine like what it's like to make one of these movies. And just if, if you like close your eyes and you imagine yourself in your house alone with like all the lights off in a camera and you're kind of just like building this world mentally I feel like I could get pretty fucking scared. Yeah, I it, it's taken a lot less uh, to freak me out, and um, I got a pretty active imagination. So I'm like, honestly, I think he just brings that to the table every time, and it's authentic. And um, yeah, I don't. You want to start this thing? Yeah. Well, let's finish the thing. So, so the whole thing started with Sarah Blackwell, who basically ran an orphanage in Pennsylvania, and then you know. She's a ghost. She's a real looker. Was haunting too. the thing. Yeah, she's so hot. She made it on every cover of the movie. Well, it, <laughs> um, and then eventually we moved to Florida uh, from Pennsylvania, and so it was Tom. Was that four three. or three? three. When we go to Florida, three. Okay, yeah. so three, four, and five. We're in Florida, um, dealing with uh, the aforementioned lighthouse, uh, Lightfoot House. Um, 
in there where we play the sound drop. He was a good dad. That comes from, uh, I think, four, which is great. Yeah, it's four. Um, four is my favorite. Here's the thing. Um, the franchise kind of moved away from Blackwell, from Sarah Blackwell after two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, you know, obviously the, the name of the series here and, you know, we've got no idea how many he's going to make. Um, and now, and again, Tom, he, there was no announcement. He just dropped it, right? There there was, I remember there being one announcement about the making of the sixth movie, because, um, if you recall in the film, uh, there's a part where he gets like a package at his front door. And he was trying to figure out like who the person that showed up to his house was. And I remember the day that he took that to Facebook because, you you know, he runs that um, Blackwell ghost group. And he was basically asking if any if anybody had any like information leading to that. Uh, like that what, situation. A, what, a, what a smart man. Yeah. But I only remember seeing one post about it. And I think if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that post, it was mentioning that they're doing the next like they're filming the next movie. Okay. Um, now, because now when we start to shift focus here, Russell just left the room, so he'll be in here shortly. Uh, I have no idea where he went. <laughs> um, maybe diarrhea. I don't know. Oxana, do you, you got to go? You got to go. Diarrhea prone today? No. Okay. All right. He doesn't hydrate very much. He drinks too much coffee. Talk about- we were worried that you had. We were worried you had diarrhea. Mm-mm. Okay. Everything fine? Yeah. Crisis averted. Okay. I had some groceries show up. Oh, I'm lying. That's a cart move <laughs> right there, baby. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's focus on six. Um, and again, guys, if you haven't seen six, uh, don't listen to this episode. I'm fine with that uh, because we we have to talk about what happens here. And and Tom, you prefaced your message of saying, you know. Crazy things happen within the first two minutes of this film. Yeah. And it completely changed the direction. And I think there's a big conversation here because, again, we're talking about a man who um, has done a very good job of keeping his cards away from the other people at the poker table. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I pulled up IMDb to try and find out where Roger shows up. That's our favorite. uh, He was a good dad. Yeah. And, uh, on there, it, you know, Turner is uh, credited as self, but other people are credited as playing somebody. So I guess I made the last three IMDb pages. I think, like the last. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> how, do, how, how do I flag information on IMDb? <laughs> no, seriously. How do you know, Tom? What do you know? Come on, you're you're our found footage. Oh yeah, yeah. Week. I mean, I look for official publications. So, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. So, you know, on, uh, on like Vimeo, you know, it'll, it'll have like a, like in a, it'll have like a credit, like, you know, who it was, uh, filmed by or, or anything like that. And then you can also kind of see these older publications to see like, oh, okay. He produced like the first five. So that means he's producing this one or, you know, kind of like connecting some dots and, and just being able to, you know, kind of collect all that information. And it's funny that you mentioned that you you think that maybe Turner Clay like isn't his real name because I don't know I have a gut feeling maybe it is that like yeah. maybe he just didn't expect the franchise to go so big and so long that like you know he was maybe trying to make like a meta cinema sort of like narrative and and perhaps 
you know, he just dug deeper and deeper and deeper as he went, as he went down the rabbit hole. Well, yeah, man. And that's one of the reasons why it, it draws me to this franchise Mm -hmm. is because it is shrouded in mystery here, which we're about to try to unpack as much as we can. I think there's like, (laughs) you know, before we reveal like what the, like, you know, what the big kicker is, you know, a lot of this even beforehand has always made me wonder, like, is this, is this mixing both fictional and real life story elements or is it just, you know, absolutely all like simulated fiction just done geniusly? Well, okay. Now, you know, in part four and five, we get onto that new like serial killer storyline. Mm-hmm. And at the end of five, there was it seemed like the whole franchise had taken a turn into more like typical genre territory where now he was going to be helping uncover a bunch of murders. And one of the things that stood out to me in that movie was the whole Facebook element. Remember how he's like, oh, I threw this up on Facebook and like my fans answered something. Have you ever looked into that group? Is that a real group, Tom? So Tom talked about this when you went. Oh, to go when I ran away. Diarrhea. OK, yeah. Did he? It is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it is. Yeah. What about like interviews or anything? I, I have never seen one before. No. I remember reading something. I think it was either on like Dread Central or like one of those sites where they had talked about how he would not respond. Oh. And it was like at the bottom of an email or it was at the bottom of a review. And they're like, you know, I reached out to the guy, but he just won't answer me. And what a great way to like keep versimilitude alive. Yeah. Like if you just won't react because you know the minute he did an interview it just wouldn't be as fun and uh like also said, hey fuck y'all for like the whole oh there's a big thing that happens in the new one all day at work because i told Claire, i was like dude i can't watch it until tonight or even actually we were recording an episode like the next day so i wanted to record after that and keep it fresh the whole time i was just thinking about like man what could it have been <laughs> like what the fuck happened what were you guessing so, like did you have any guesses oh awful things yeah like, you know how it is. Like, imagine if somebody called you and they're like, hey, Thomas, I'm in the hospital. I can't really tell you right now. Um, I'll call you back. In your head, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Car accident. Robbed. You know, shot. Like, yeah. So I think I, I went too far. Well, it's not cool what happened. All right. Let's just get into it. So uh, the film opens up. Turner Clay doing his uh, classic classic narr- voiceover narration uh with soundtrack you know he's always got that nice little piano in the background he does also he has ripped um explosions in the sky uh we have he has definitely <laughs> borrowed Whoa. their track dude for sure real oh, good call sure yeah <laughs> um i i can't re- i think it was in two or three I was like, this is explosions in the sky. Gosh, the only thing um, cooler than that is like if he knows the band and he's like, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's cool. I'm friends with them. <laughs> yeah, they're home. Um, and he opens up the narration talking about how he and his wife did not think that they would be able uh, to have children. And then, um, as fate would have it, one day they were blessed with a child. And then shortly after that, they were blessed with another child. And then after, I think he said four or five months after the second child was born, um, his wife got very ill uh, from a rare form of cancer and passed away. And so now it is just Turner Clay. Now, we should also preface this as saying that his wife has you know, played a, a fairly pivotal role in, in all the films as she is present in all of them and you know, is a character in this universe. Well, I think even more importantly, 
the thing that stands out about the Blackwell Ghost, so we have five movies with like five characters, maybe max, and all the other four are all background. Like Roger, the guy we keep talking about, yeah, he's got one on camera interview. He was a good diet, but like his wife. It always felt like if shit got weird, he would like call her yeah. or she was like the anchor. Yeah. Like he wasn't alone because he did have a wife who yeah. who felt authentically camera shy, like a real person. Like you're a weirdo making these movies yeah. and I'm married to you. So I'm here. And that's why I feel like Clark was hanging out when I watched this movie to see how I would react. I'll tell you right now, my defense mechanism. Again, we went over this on the show. I don't cry in front of Oksana, all right? She thinks I'm fucking cool. <laughs> so I was like, you know, instantly, the way I distanced from it, I went, oh, it's fake. Uh, no, that's not your reaction you had down there. I laughed. You died out laughing. I laughed because, oh, okay, <laughs> here's the thing. When, when y'all keep teasing me. Tucker Clay says, my wife passed away. And Russell goes, <laughs> I went, what? Well, in my head, I thought he had, like, lost a limb. I was like, oh, one of his kid fucking died. I was like, they lost the baby. You have to know that losing your wife is worse than losing a limb. Not Oksana, a baby, though. Not a baby, though. Oxana, don't listen to this conversation. Well, here's here's the. <laughs> oh, here I turned her mic off. Go I ahead. I also immediately thought it was something with the kids. Yeah. Well, sure. She was pregnant in one of the. Movies. Well, then I it, again I had days, man. But the kids were not a part of the so film I, franchise. So I had oh the baby died. Oh no, and he's gonna exploit them. The baby's gonna be the ghost. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know if I can like these movies oh, anymore. Ghost baby. Yeah, no, I, I really was like, I was having a moral dilemma. So then when I saw it, I went, oh, thank God his wife just died. <laughs> and then I went, is that really his wife? I'll tell you by the end of the movie, because you left like right after that. You were yeah. very angry with me. I didn't want, I, 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 it was too emotional. I, I, I love it, but I didn't want to watch it again. I was going to cry again. All right, I'll tell you. But just so if anybody's seen this movie in preparation for this podcast, the end of the movie, I definitely was hiding tears. Oksana yeah. not faced. Oh, I cried my eyes out. I, I said I got emotional. I didn't cry. But. We'll, <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about what got me, but. So uh, let's circle back to the beginning. So um, his wife passed away. So now Turner Clay has these two kids, um, very young children. One can barely speak, and the other's a toddler. Uh, if I mean, is is like less than a year old, and um, and then a package <laughs> arrives at his door in the middle of the night, caught by his security camera, and inside that package is a note and a keyboard. And a story tying that keyboard back to his wife. Um, and once that keyboard uh, entered his home, uh, now shit gets weird in his house. And now his house is haunted again. And Blackwell 6. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a good dad. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Tommy? That's our favorite fucking clip. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to hear? Do you want a refresher on the interview? Is that from thirty three? seconds long? Is that from three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Those is uh, four, three I, or four. It's four. I think it's four or okay. five. All right. Here we go. Uh, back from Black. Clearly, clearly, we're very up on this franchise right now. <laughs> here, uh, here's an intro to one of our favorite characters. Also, I think we get a little bit of the music in the background too. Okay. Here we go. Uh, my name is Joseph William Lightfoot. I'm a craftsman, an artist, and a published poet. Yeah, really. I do about anything that can be done. Not explosions in the sky. I'm really good with my hands. And my father was James Lightfoot, and people just called him Lightfoot. My dad, he was okay when I was growing up, but turned out he was a serial killer. (laughs) 
and he killed like 18 women and some he tortured and some he violated and the rest he ate. He was a good dad. Whoa, dude. That's- yeah, that's from the soundtrack of uh, The Social Network. Oh, the dude. Yeah, That's what that is. Oh, right, that, Randy? That's right. I remember yeah, that from that. that. Yeah, he, he killed 18 women. Some he violated, others he ate. He was a good dad. <laughs> he was a good dad. <laughs> I love it so much. He's the only, if, if Blackwell Ghost ever got a little bit of uh, Bad Ben in it, it's that character. Yeah. <laughs> Except he's completely straight-faced when he says that shit. All right. So, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to go into the film, but I feel like, you know, let's, let's dissect what we've covered so far. Uh, the death of, of Turner Clay's wife. Um, just for kicks and giggles, do we think this happened? I do. Do we, th- I, do we think Turner Clay lost his wife? I do think so. It's like such a, I mean, we'll never know, right? So anything that we say is just speculation. And, you know, I, I don't think it, I don't think anybody can really die on a hill and say like, this is for sure. But I just, I feel like, because it's so sensitive that it probably did happen. But again, it just, I don't know, man, he's either the best actor in the world or like, you know, the best storyteller in the world. All right. Now here's where I'm coming from. One. Uh, I don't want it to be real because that's, sure. that's terrible. It's very sad. Uh, I, two, it took a little bit longer. This movie took longer than the other ones to come out. He's been pretty on a yearly, like an annual mark. Good point. So I'm like, all right, well, this one took longer. That's a good reason why <laughs> if your fucking wife died. But then if, if she did die, which I kind of hate to say it, but I think it might be true. Uh, then the whole movie gets put in a weird moral area where we get into gray territory here where it's like, if she did die, do you really make that the center of your plot of your franchise now? So, yeah, I've got mixed. There's two sides to this, obviously. Number one, let's go with she did pass away. And if she did pass away, you know, this is a love letter to her from Turner to her. And this is a filmmaker. And she knew what he was, right? Okay. And I think that by him making another film is a completely appropriate homage to her. Nice. All right. it, in his own universe and in his own way, and I think that that would that that she would understand that and she would appreciate that. And there was such a nice tribute, you know, with all of like yeah. archival clips, beautifully done. Yeah, beautifully yeah. done. And and if it helped with his grieving process, you know, we 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 don't know. Um, so you know, I I I don't I don't find that to be exploitative at all. Um, if that is the case, now let's look at the inverse side of this. If she did not pass away, then that's also a very interesting angle to take to where you're essentially eulogizing your alive wife. Mm -hmm. And it's also still a love letter, but it's like, hey, here's a funeral for you that you get to see. Okay. Well, did you ever see Raccoon Valley? Because that is uh, a movie that Turner Clay made with that is. Uh, detached from the Blackwell Ghost franchise, but it starred his wife, which kind of gives you reason to believe that oh. perhaps she's like working in entertainment. Wh- how is it available? Uh, Amazon, I think. 
Shit. Okay. Now it's funny because there's moments in this movie where he's in like what looks like his production room and he's got all these Blackwell ghost posters, which I couldn't help but find hilarious because they're literally the same poster with a different number on them. And uh, then he had his other movie, which I think he talked about in Blackwell Ghost 2, which was the, the raccoon one, which is that related to Resident Evil in any way? I saw a few clips of it, but I, I, I and I'm more familiar with the Resident Evil franchise, but uh, I'm unsure. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, because why would you call it? It's a zombie movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, with like raccoon location in the name. I feel like that's like too close to not be. But anyway, hearing y'all run through that, I think uh, I've made up my mind and she's not dead. And I say that because I try to imagine in my head, if I had made a few movies that were pretty successful and I had a couple of kids and Oksana passed away, I'm sorry, Oksana, you have to be the test subject of this thought process. I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing it. I probably would because I'm not the best person, but I think my parents and my family would be fucking angry. And then I imagine the inverse where, hey, you know what? I want to I want to pivot this franchise. And I could imagine having a conversation with Oksana at night being like, hey, what if I killed you off? Like, you're not really on camera anyway, but we use that to get away from that really weird genre. I'm going to be hunting serial killer puzzle thing. Like, because he was basically tracking the Zodiac killer. Yeah. In five. I'm like, what if uh, we just kill you off? You never liked being in these movies anyway. Uh, because here's another thing. He's sleeping downstairs. Yep. Right? But he's got two kids upstairs. And Oksana pointed that out. She's like, oh, he's got two like little children, but he's on another floor. I feel like he's sleeping not in his bedroom. Mm. There's a lot of doors they never open in that house. I just thought it was a it's weird a layout to yeah. have like, the two kids' bedrooms upstairs and then have the like main one downstairs yeah no it felt like he was in a guest room where i'm like probably in his actual bedroom there's like his wife's stuff still there although his house oddly did look like a b&b like an airbnb yeah <laughs> not a lot of frames on the walls and stuff but yeah I think <laughs> I'm, you know i think she's alive okay well uh i may have some evidence to support that theory okay so i as soon as i finished the film i tried to do a let me be very clear. A minimal amount <laughs> of sleuthing. Me too. And I did like I did like 10 minutes of sleuthing. I here here's what I found. There are I'm very loose term obituaries of her, but they are not credible sources at all. One is from India News mm -hmm. and it is like barely in English. Uh periods are not where they're supposed to be. <laughs> and and also these all of these obituaries pop up the same day the film was released. Now, if we if we pay attention to the timeline, uh, she died somewhere a year ago. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing was, was uh, said about her death um, at that time. Um, nowhere. And she has a very specific name. Um, her last name is C-Z-A-P-L-E-S-K-I. How do you know that? Internet, please. Okay, what because about? Yeah, he, one of them even credits her as like an Instagram influencer. But like, do either of them have any me social media accounts except for like that Facebook? Yeah. One? So I have found nothing about her death with the timeline of when Turner Clay said that she died uh, in the context of the film. So mm -hmm. 
That alone is a little strange. However, could he control that? I don't know. So, you know, it, it, it just raises questions and it just proves it's for, it's a further continuation that we are pawns in his game. Um, I just, I want to take a moment for anybody who thinks that we're like missing the point here by trying to figure out if his wife's dead or not. We'll get there. And as um, somebody who programs a found footage film festival, I think if you have people doing this, you win. Like sure. you, you win. Yes. Like your, your movie's working. If you have three dorks over here, trying to Facebook at him so we could see if he memorialized her on his page or something like at this point, this is where we are grown men excited at work. When Thomas texts us and be like, dude, new Blackwell ghost. And then the next day we're like trying to figure out if his wife is dead is or not. Bitch dead. So there you go. These movies rule. Yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. So Tom and your sleuthing, did you find any uh, differing information? Yeah, I didn't find anything. And then, yeah. you know, a lot of the times I'll see these links and you see the, like the source where it's coming from and, and just not trust it. So, you know, I'll, I think I did come across like one of those uh, similar links and I just didn't open it. Yeah. So that alone, you know, again, doesn't really tell you a whole lot of information one way or another, but it certainly doesn't um, give you any answers. But Russell, what you said is like a good point that like, it is kind of like a win because I think it's almost like every filmmaker's goal to sort of like when the movie is, when their movie is done, you know, you want, you want yep. your viewer to kind of keep thinking where that storyline goes like off camera. And yeah, so, you know, I, I've been kind of tuning in a little bit to the social media interactions and like, man, it's crazy right now. Like everybody is just, you know, it's it's so crazy because everybody's got kind of something to say about it and um yeah I, it's it's kind of even hard so to talk about there, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in this movie and i would uh, one of the things just like zooming out from it is the tone like i think i would pitch uh the blackwell ghost franchise as a scary franchise like i would never use that as an adjective i think you're setting up people for failure when you're like watch this movie it's terrifying because, man, you don't know what scares other people. But I think this movie authentically kind of taps into that paranormal activity, like the bump in the night shit. And it's yeah. just effective. I wouldn't say Blackwell Ghost 6 is very scary, though. Mm -hmm. There's a couple good little scares. There's a little bit, but I, uh, I too, was I didn't do any sleuthing, but I looked at reactions people had. And it's peaks and valleys. Yeah. Some people are like, wow, this is very different. It's like a very emotional, empathetic take on a found footage film. And then other people are like, you're an immoral bastard, and I won't watch your movies anymore. And it's weird. Yeah, but it, I, I, I don't agree with that at all. No, and of course. That, that, that is some, and I guarantee you, they haven't seen the whole franchise. They didn't even see the whole film. No, no, I bet they did. Like, but they've they've completely bought in hook, line, some, and sinker. That is some surface level bullshit, though. Well, it's a movie too. So yeah. if you're like, dude, you're exploiting your family. Exactly. Yeah. Russell, you pay. You, this is a fucking movie. It's a movie. This is a fucking franchise of made up stories. Unless right? she's really dead, then we gonna. Well, there's not a real James Lightfoot. <laughs> how unfortunate dude. you know i mean so, how fucking unfortunate. you know that's that's what we're dealing with here but it, it is an interesting uh you know turn of the screw uh to kill your wife off in the franchise if that is true wait no i, I just googled james lightfoot he's actually uh related to Lori lightfoot okay so <laughs> that's a political joke for you tom it's okay Lori lightfoot was a good mayor <laughs> 
Shay was a good night. Um, all right, so let's talk about the film. Um, yeah, what what did what did you guys think? In just in terms of, you know, the the haunted keyboard being the center of, so, of this. Okay, when the haunted keyboard comes in, uh, we're back to basics here. We're in his uh, garage. This is where I was talking about the weird undoored hole in his like roof. A lot of tools in that garage. Do you, do you guys remember what I'm talking about? No. Oh my god. We're found footage fans. Y'all should be better voyeurs. Me and Oksana were like, what's up with that hole in the ceiling? Because he had one that had like a door. He's very crafty. Oh, you know what? There's a moment in the movie where he's up that hole, and I believe he has a uh, a pulley system. Do y'all remember that? He's Wait, dropping is, down. Is this when he's uh is this when he's like looking in the attic and and I remember he yep. even had a box that was like ghost stuff, don't throw away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You refer to the attic as a hole in the roof? Well, I didn't know if I wanted to call it an attic God. because it was in his ex like his basement or or his uh, garage. Did you come from Raccoon Valley? <laughs> you know, I again I grew up in California. We don't have basements here or attics, so well, there was the attic one, and there was another one that wasn't like covered. I'm talking about the gaping hole behind him when he's looking at the keyboard, which on the yeah, it's a fucking attic. Honestly, the thing that I was most excited about was the introduction of another puzzle, where he's looking at all the photos, and you knew you're like something's going on here. And I've, the letters on the fridge. Yeah, and you're like, okay, what what are we supposed to be looking at? And again, just like I mentioned in the first movie, he's skeptical right away. He's like, you know, this is the kind of stuff you would think a ghost would say. Where I'd, I'm not quite sure what he was getting at there, but he's like, I don't know if I buy this. Yeah, but he's taught us like there's something more to these photos, and um, what from there we move into there was another. Oh, I love thing that happened. moment. That was like probably one of my favorite moments of the movie when uh he gets the call from his from like the other detective, and uh or in, in the detective had uh asked you know he's like hey i got your email and you know my wife found something in his picture and because like he wasn't in the mood to talk that day and mm -hmm. he was like i'll just call you back tomorrow and then the uh but like they couldn't they couldn't see eye to eye on like this whole email exchange because turner was under the impression that he never sent the detective an email and the detective was like no you sent me something this morning like you know and go check so like he checks finds out that some that like that picture of the refrigerator was sent to him. And apparently the detective's wife had seen like the uh, inverse of those letters to like spell out something else. So I think I forget what it, do you guys remember what it said? Yeah. So in, in the, uh, so there are three pictures. One of them um, said, uh, see me. Mm. And, and he was like, yeah, this is kind of what you would think a ghost would say, but above and below it, like just on the borders of the frame is just all the other letters that are on the fridge. Cause we're, we're talking about letters that are magnets on a uh, refrigerator. And he was like, Oh, my image, you noticed that this image is actually mirrored. So he flipped it and see me was actually spelled like with like letters and numbers and shit, but above it, it said time of death. Yeah. And uh, you are right. That moment was good because that phone call felt authentic. And Clay, he, he had a little toot with, uh, with the fucking <laughs> cop, which we hadn't seen before, especially because he just fucked up the cop by running a license plate and getting him locked out. Yeah. Now, that was interesting because he's like, I love he, So uh, he, he ran the license plate of the girl who dropped off the package. And uh, one of his neighbors had given him their security camera footage and he could get it. 
So in one of the prior films, he had been given a guest login to the police department to fuck around with. And he was like, he called the company and said, hey, man, I got bad news. I uh, ran that plate and got locked out. He was like, you can't run plates on your account. He's like, I know. I used yours. And he was like, oh, that is bad. Uh, you know, he, he, was like, he was like, he was like, that's fraud. And, and you know, yeah. Turner's reaction was actually really funny. And it kind of makes me, it, you know, that instance kind of makes me lean more towards like, this is all like his fictional universe, so to speak, because, you know, he's like, oh, is that bad? You know, like, is fraud bad? <laughs> <laughs> kind of playing, like playing stupid, you know? Well, yeah, because he's playing with it. He he wanted to check in with. He's like, dude, I didn't get you in trouble. He's like, no, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's fraud. That's fraud. Yeah. Oh, that bad. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, then we never talk about it again. And I remember that hung with me that movie because I'm like, wait, what's gonna happen? That's to me. I was worried. I'm like, well, is he gonna go to jail? Oh, it's turning into a procedural. Because, dude, what if he got locked up? And then it's Turner Clay in the clink. Oh, dude. <laughs> We get Oz Turner Clay, dude. He's finding ghosts in prison, oh. dude. That's dude, the only way you can take it to the next set to number seven. <laughs> Honestly, after six, I, where the hell else is he gonna go? I don't know. You know. I don't feel like I feel like there can't be another one because it's just. It, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead to like the last scene, but the last scene is worth talking about too because I feel like it was such a nice little wrap around with the keyboard. We'll talk about it later, I guess. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're talking about verisimilitude. Actually, uh, we should say that Clay Turner brought the tude to verisimilitude when he was talking to that cop. Oh boy! And uh, no, well, here's another thing. Did this really happen? Um, our favorite house in Florida uh, that has the scariest lake right up to the side of the fucking wall um, went up for sale, and our buddy um, that we've been talking about earlier. Here's a good dad was uh, putting it up for sale. And he told him, hey, if I get rid of it, I'll let you know. Yeah, he called, I got, a, I got bad news. I got bad news. <laughs> yeah, house. We found another body. No, and... But I'm here to offer you first ride of refuse. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant. Of course. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I guess he's, he's giving him a shot. And uh, Clay, who didn't have any money, he oh, bought it. Do, did he really buy it? Well, he cashed his wife's life insurance <laughs> policy <laughs> and bought a house, so a murder I, house in Florida. My theory is I think he's owned that house for a while now. Mm. Right? Like, I think he might have bought it off the bat and just been like, this is fucking terrifying. Do you think that house is actually in Florida? Where else could it, it be? It looks like Florida. Yeah, it looks like Florida. It, it, that is the most Florida house I've ever seen. <laughs> Some, somebody, gosh, I wish I remembered. Somebody had talked, somebody had uh, proposed a theory that I was in Kentucky or some something like that. I, rem I remember hearing something about like maybe Kentucky it could also be in. Why? I'm curious why Kentucky. Because he lives in Kentucky. Okay, but I mean like do they, so I am so unfamiliar. Again, I Kentucky live is far away from Florida. No, but just that, like, it looked like there were uh, gators all over that. It land. really does look like Florida, though. Yeah, it, it does. Look yeah, like so are, we don't got gators in Kentucky, right? Well, there were fucking palm trees. I don't think there's fucking palm trees in Kentucky. Okay. Okay, good. I'm like, uh, I feel like that environment was reeking. But I don't know. I Look, here's the thing. <laughs> this is why I love this fucking thing. Because <laughs> we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, so he does, he goes back down to Florida, spends some time there. Now to circle back on your time of death thing. Yeah. That of course, you know, strikes a chord with Turner Clay, uh, because in the previous films in the franchise, um, 
and Tom and Russ help me out here with the exact was it like three forty seven? What what is yeah, the time? Three twenty seven. I think it was forty seven. Two forty seven. Two forty seven. Yeah, it, that is when the phone would ring at the um, Lightfoot House, um, where you know he would talk to a ghost, and that, and then he was able to uh, he called a medical examiner uh, to get uh, the death certificate of his wife. And he made the guy look it up on a digital form. He was trying to get it that night. Oh, I like that. And too. the guy was like, well, I can maybe look it up on the computer. Yes, please. And he wanted to get the time of death. And it was at that exact time. Her, her death was when they were making these calls. Oh, I figured out what time it was. I'm not going to play. And that's when, uh, <laughs> I think that's when it got like really sad too, for a minute. Cause like he started blaming himself a little bit, you know, thinking yeah. that perhaps maybe those calls were in fact like a warning to, you know, suggest that, um, maybe there was something he could have done, uh, to prevent this from happening, like his, from his wife dying. But like, you know, that's, that's like being way too hard on, on, on yourself, I think. Cause Dude, when I, when he made that connection, I actually, it's probably because I fucking watched a Marvel movie for the first time in five years, but I'm like, Oh dude, that's his wife calling him. Like, that's what I death. Too, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you were talking to your wife and I don't know what the hell she'd be calling about. Like, don't let me die. Yeah. But like, don't forget the milk. I, yeah. Right. So, okay. Another thing about the, uh, the puzzle, one of, one of the, uh, magnet words was in the glass. And when we were, God, so we got to explore his home this time. <laughs> Do y'all, is that his real house? It's a big house. It's a big house. It's a big house, but again, it looked like an Airbnb. Well, does he really fly a plane? He <laughs> he did have 48 cameras in that house. Yeah. But he had little to nothing as far as like uh clutter that real people have. Like remember he opened up the closet that he was hearing a noise in there. And um he finds the metronome that's turned on. And I remember looking in that closet and being like he doesn't live here. Well, isn't it, in the fourth, house. isn't it in the fourth movie where, you know, he's going back to the Lightfoot house, but like we get a brief moment in his, the, in the house that he lives in. Like it was like, yeah, because the first, the first child was born and we got like a little B roll clip of like that moment in there. And, and I thought that I, th I thought that it was the same house. So, you know, it did feel like it. Yeah. So there is at least, you know, he's, if it is uh, something that he's just using for the, the filming purposes, like he is being very, he's, he's keeping with that continuity. Oh yeah, for sure. He's treating it like a Marvel movie. Mm, yeah. All these little details, they really matter. Now I do have a complaint. Uh, this is again about uh, architecture, uh, giant house, beautiful two living rooms. I don't know if I could get down with that, but you, you got this huge house and then you got like half a kitchen. Is that like a regular thing out there in Kentucky? I was like, I need like walls around that kitchen. It was just exposed right in the first like you, living room. Okay, the don't do me a favor. <laughs> never talk about architecture ever. Again. No, I don't like it. Dude, it's a big kitchen, but it's like it's not its own room. You're sharing it with like half of a fucking living room. Don't. It's an open kitchen, um, dick. I don't like the open kitchen. <laughs> What's wrong with an open kitchen? No, you put a wall there and have a little cutout window. You have a wall around your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I couldn't do it. I could just imagine Clark in there stinking it up, flipping all this garbage. Randy, you got an open kitchen in your new place? Yeah, I have a very open floor plan. 
<laughs> there we go. It's no nice. Walls. And it's nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah, of space. Randy's a goddamn bachelor. He's going to be walking around with his dong swinging, <laughs> looking for ghosts with his EVPs. He needs an open kitchen. This is a full family, man. It's a full goddamn family. That's right. Just blaring bad brains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. No, I don't know. I didn't like that damn kitchen. Also, I think it is his house. I I want a Blackwell ghost poster, even though I made fun of them earlier. Yeah. <laughs> in that room. Dude, am I the only one that thought those posters look so similar? They do. And then you got them all lined up together with that like uh stock computer font. What what is what are we looking at? Like Ariel or something? <laughs> you know, we have an area of the house. Um the, you know, you would be hard pressed to find a inch of blank wall um in this house except for our staircase. I know. And I feel like if we can get all six Blackwell ghost posters <laughs> and just bombard the staircase with Blackwell ghosts. Dude, are there That's not even- your thoughts? All right, she's on board. Oh, are they for sale anywhere? I feel like, is there any Blackwell ghost? I don't merch? know. Look at it. Well, okay. Uh, I saw the other day um, the so the the Facebook page has admins that that monitor some of the the conversations and the, and, and the discussions. Um, and I think it was one of those admins that did some like artwork for uh, like like basically just did like an artwork of like Turner Clay. And was selling that as like a t-shirt or a hoodie at one point in time. So, you know, it makes me wonder if she's an admin of the group, then, you know, maybe she's given permission to like sell the merchandise. Uh, But if not, maybe it's more like fan art, you know, I'm I'm unsure because like I just more or less recall when he uh, when the Blackwell Ghost had that website, like it was blackwellghost.com. I'm not sure. I don't think it's active anymore. Um, and there wasn't any merchandise being sold on the, on the website. It, it, it more or less just took you to where you can like buy the digital copy of the movie. Yeah, I'm on there now, and uh, there's n- like nothing. Is the website just, still active? Yeah, and it doesn't look like it's been updated with the new movie. Okay. And all it wants to do is uh, redirect you to Prime Video or Vimeo. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. Uh, what did you guys think about the, um, I'm going to call it uh, a bit, where uh, he got uh, charged from the HOA uh, for um, Christmas lights when um, yeah when the lights were going on. When he up. was in Florida and his house was being haunted, but the, the lights were flashing all through the interior of his house and actually tripped the security alarm. Um, and then... Uh, that's how his mom called him in Florida because a neighbor called his mom and tell him, and then he gets back home and the HOA charged him $8 uh, for uh, inappropriate Halloween decorations. Yeah. And they had, uh, they had a Nate or the neighbor who called the mom had captured a little bit on like their camera, like what was going on in the house. And, you know, it kind of looks like disco, you know, disco lights just keying on and off. And then, and then all of a sudden like that shadow that uh, like flew by the, the upstairs, like bedroom or something. Like, I remember when that happened, I totally just like out, like I just screamed out loud. Like I was so excited. Just, you know, it, it to me, it was just, uh, it was a really cool moment to like, to sort of, sort of show that. Honestly, I thought it was the scariest moment in the movie. Yeah. There's something about being, 
outside of the haunted house. Well, he's not afraid of a music cue either. No, he's not. And dude, it's aggressive. Yeah. He's got a lot of betting music. And I was thinking about that too. It kind of elevates the film, I think. Because you know how we just watched Doctor Strange recently. And when I walked away, that was one of the things I was thinking about. It was like how fucking handholdy that music track is. So it's Marvel. I, I think of course. Yeah, it's it's big. It's a blockbuster. But you know, fucking Turner Clay's not making a blockbuster. But what he's doing is he's making a really hard contrast where we get like overwhelming emotional music and then we get nothing. And we're listening for like a knock. And I think it really helps those moments. But there is something about being on the outside of like haunting activity. I can't remember. I think it might have been Blackwell Ghost 5 where he drives back to the house in Florida and there's shit going on and he can tell from the outside. And I don't know. As an audience member, I'm just like, dude, don't go in there. That's when the light was on. He was like, I know for a fact I didn't leave that light on. Yep. Dude, because that's the kind of shit. That's why I like paranormal activity so much. Because it gives you that, like, it's almost like, uh, I can't remember what book it was in, but somebody was talking about being in prison for like a decade. And it's like, you know, on the other side of that room uh, is insanity. And you know, any day I can walk over there. And he, of course, he's talking about mentally, but he's like, if I go over there, I'm not coming back. And I feel like that every time it's midnight. And I think I did not leave that light on. And most of the time, it's just Clark who turns on every goddamn light in this house. But, dude, I terrify myself with that shit. So when I see it in a movie, and I think you're right. That bit, I actually thought it was funny. Me me and Oksana had a talk about uh, the homeowner association. And, you know, I I think what you're saying, like, I think a lot of people feel that in, like, their own sort of way. Because I was just saying the other day, like, I was like, hey, do you ever, like, rewatch your movies that you make? And, like, because... Sometimes I'll, you know, rewatch a film that I had uh, contributed to and I'll get deja vu thinking like, man, am I watching a different version of the movie that I edited? Or, you know, like, it's like when you, when you've kind of like, as an editor, you really have to review your timeline, like hundreds of times. So it's not uncommon to have like every single line memorized by, by the end of like a job. And sometimes I'll just, you know, after a couple months re rewatch something. Um, and yeah, sort of had that moment of like, man, like did this change on me, you know? So <laughs> I think our mind plays tricks on us a lot. hundred percent. Dude, that's a premise for a found footage movie. Nice. Now you're, you're a, you're a filmmaker. You make a short film, right? And it's like a bad horror movie, but upon rewatching it, you're like, wait a minute, this shit's wrong. I didn't do that. And then you could you could frame the film as a faux doc where you're kind of debunking your own movie. Well, there is a movie that came out last year, kind of what you're just saying. It was called. Um, it was a really really long title, and it's uh, in <laughs> Japanese. But like the translation is like uh, Adobe Premiere Workspace. Gosh, I'm gonna pull it up. But like wh- what it basically uh, what it basically is is about like a video editor and a director making a like they're editing a horror movie and then um their subject basically is like they're they're finding out that all of their like really good compositions that they shot on set have a ghost in the in the frame and so like they're like man all of our footage is messed up because there's this like glit they're like they're they don't think it's like a ghost at first but it's like a they're like thinking it's like a glitch or a smudge or something and then they find out that like basically a ghost has like compromised all their footage by 
getting in every <laughs> single frame. He fucking photobombed it as a specter. Here's what it's That's called. Great. It's, it's called Digital Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro, the real world guide to setup and workflow. And it rhymes? Dude, they're spitting bars in that title. Yeah, here's the here's the synopsis. The screen shows a scene from an average romance film that can be everywhere. For the good cuts, a ghost shows up. The scared director asks for help from the king of editing, only to find that the ghost is not the only problems in the movie. <laughs> There's some bad acting, too. Wait, what was the name of that title? Can you? Yeah, it's called Digital Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro, the real world guide to set up and workflow. Dude. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And I haven't, right. the director hasn't really, I haven't, there's like no other films uh, credited to them. Uh, is this a feature or a short? It is a, it's 40 minutes. So it actually like, if to my knowledge, I know everybody has a different opinion is like, what is a feature film? But I've always learned 39 minutes and more is a feature. So like, oh. this is like right at that, like, you know, that right at that middle length, like, you know, arguably could be a feature or they could package it as a short. Damn, that's funny. Um, for the Unnamed Footage Festival, we had a long conversation about what is a short and what's a feature. And I think we landed on 40 minutes. That's mm -hmm. when it flips. And I, we all feel bad every time somebody would submit a movie that's like 40 minutes and 29 seconds. Mm -hmm. And we're like, damn, dude, you couldn't have clipped a little bit out just to like save yourself like 20 bucks. Yeah. Or read the fucking instructions I, <laughs> yeah i always write a letter if i'm like a couple seconds off like the barbados project is 60 minutes and four seconds i think and so yeah. i've been submitting that to some film festivals and occasionally i'll come by like no more than 60 minutes and you know i've written a few letters before to say hey can we bypass the four seconds or do you really like you know but <laughs> there's like everybody yeah like you know I, I could imagine those uh, conversations where they're like, yeah, why don't you cut out that podcast at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Save some fucking money. Over my dead body. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's why we love you, Tom. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the end here. Um, so essentially, you know, we get we get a little bit of closure um, with everything. Um, you know, obviously the time of death, that was a big revelation there and kind of tied everything together. And, um, and then he takes the kids down to Florida. Um, and again, I'm not going to be able to get sort of the tone, uh, that he has in the VO there. Uh, but essentially, you know, it's about, you know, moving forward and, you know, never losing the love that you had so on and so forth. And then he takes a picture with the kids in front of the door, uh, that we've seen there in Florida. And then we see ghost bomb in the background. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. Uh, it's such a beautiful moment too. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. Well, it's one of those moments where if you're not in it, it must look so fucking stupid. Like, you know, if you walk into a room and your buddies are all like, kind of like emotional and they're yeah. like, Oh my God. And you're like, wait, what's happening? It's like, oh, this guy just took his kids to this new house he bought. And he's, uh, you know, every night at 247, a ghost calls. And this time his wife died. So he took a picture <laughs> with her in the window. It'd be like, this is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, the, you kind of beat me to my point where I was going to talk about that with a different part of the film. Oh. Um, with the keyboard. Oh. So, okay. you know, that's, and, and I want to be very clear. Um, that is where I cried. Me too. With the keyboard. Yep. What? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, you know, when he, when he's home, you know, he hears the keyboard just playing on its own, and then 
you know, he he's, you know, shuffling around, whatever. And then he decides that he wants to play back. So the keyboard plays a little bit and then he's got a bigger keyboard. He plays. And the next thing you know, he's doing a duet. Mm-hmm. With yeah. His- with his ghost, ghost. what's that what's that famous duet like knuckle bones or whatever what's that one knuckle bones i don't know uh twiddly sticks what the hell is it called well, it wasn't chopsticks uh, what, what can you do that hum it for me really quick i can do chopsticks can now clark knows i'm very uh allergic to shit when it's like hallmark cute <coughs> and i can't remember my reaction when that was happening now i think back and i'm like oh it must have been cringing but i don't think i was here's the thing on paper you write that down of like you know guy does a piano duet with his dead ghost wife <laughs> you know i'm gonna i'm like what is this saccharine bullshit yeah but god damn it it's again Turner Clay makes these things work. You can't help but like him and can't help but root for it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was just a special moment. And I'm trying not to talk about it much because I'm going to tear up again. I, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at you and smiling and joking, but I'm like, I feel like you're getting emotional. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, it was It was very sweet. It was very sweet. Um, And, uh, yeah, that was just sort of how uh, it closed up. But. And then, you know, and then, you know, shared a lot more pictures of him and his wife and so on and so forth. So either way, it was a loving tribute. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Like the best way to close it out, honestly. So here, uh, we have a uh, large family here at the Overlook, uh, everything like theater, our, uh, there's a lot of characters. There's a character on the show. I used to get a lot of shit uh, for bringing him up. Uh, his name's Chuggy. He's been on the show before. And I, I would always love to talk about how he survived a mall shooting one day during Spider-Man, which is a true story. Um, he did a backflip, dodged several bullets. It was incredible. That's not true. Um, but he's very fat. Here's the thing. I was talking to him about how he watched movies because he gets very emotional. Yeah. And he says, I really, I really make an effort to try and be in the movie. Like, I really want to, like, be in the scene when I'm watching it. And... For as as lame as fucking playing piano with your ghost wife, oh man, that's brutal. Like if you can really suspend reality for a minute and bring yourself there, yeah, that's a brutal. That's such an emotional moment. Yeah, and um, let, well, why don't we ask a girl? You're a female, right? How how did you feel about th- all the sentimental stuff? Now I'm being yeah. serious. How, how did your cold Eastern European <laughs> heart? Again, the girl who was not phased by Charlotte's net. Uh, how how did re edited a snuff film? <laughs> <laughs> you edited wait, a snuff wait, film. Wait, we got Tom here now. Tom turned down the job to edit. <laughs> hey, you know what? James Dobbin Jones, you should put him in contact with Oksana. This she'll shit do not, it. She'll do it. I don't know. Sound nice. design. Yeah, I I censored <laughs> that movie for. <laughs> That she watched awesome. it over and over. Like Tom mentioned before, when you're editing a movie, it's very common to memorize every beat, every moment, every image. Right. And Oksana did this with Charlotte's Net. So <laughs> the cold-hearted, bless your, lovely bless woman. Your heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Joking aside, like how did how did this play for you? I mean, that part specifically, I I don't think I had uh, that much of a reaction to, but. It was Call the it. the very end, like the voiceover he he put at the end of the movie that was like getting me. Are you getting emotional right now? No. Okay, it's not like you're getting. Uh, Clark <laughs> I'm probably it. the only one in this room who is. <laughs> yeah, again. I'm gonna be emotional. The franchise is over. 
Shut up. Don't you fucking <laughs> say that. I know. But like if it's over, we're gonna find Turner Clay and we're gonna do one of those things that I think Nigel tried to do with Bad Ben 2, where we're gonna show up filming his house. <laughs> do you do you think more people have seen the Bad Ben franchise or the Black World? Oh yeah, of course. Bad Bad Ben. Yeah. It's free. If you're seeing that house, I don't know. I mean Turner Clay's making some money's coming in from somewhere. And I mentioned oh, this no. before that like I keep re-renting, like I bought the number six, but like I keep re-renting these because you can't you can't buy a hard copy. And I can only imagine there's a few other folks out there that like, you know, similar to me, like to rewatch movie like, you know, different different movies that are special to them. So like, you know, this he's he's getting a lot of like patron uh, a lot of like patron customers to like just, you know, come back and so who knows, you know, maybe Bad Ben's got a bigger reach, but maybe Blackwell Ghost is making bigger returns. I don't know. But yeah, I think as far as money, probably Blackwell Ghost is making more. I, again, now I've personally we've talked to Nigel about the return rate on Amazon Prime. And I know back in the day, it used to be like about 15 cents. He, per- he paid off his house because of- I don't know. He's a he's a showman. He's pulling rabbits out of his hat. I don't know if he's just like, you know, faking it till he's making it. But he told me a lot of people watch Bad Ben 1. Oh, yeah. And again, he said um, after like the 45 minute mark, Tom, correct me if you know any of this to be untrue. It, they used to pay out like uh, 15 cents per minute. I, and then it turned, I, then it turned into 10, I, then five, then a penny. I actually don't know, but uh, I did want to share this really quick, just because this happened yesterday, um, and we talked about a town full of ghosts in the in the last episode. But uh, that got banned by Amazon. What? Why? Gosh, I I don't know. Uh, they 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 kind of sc- they scrubbed through it, and they said that it like broke the like the guidelines or whatever. And so we were trying to like take a step back and and like you know look at all of the footage and be like, what could be, what could be the moment or the instance that like got this band or whatever. And, you know, we think that it has to do with like that moment where, um, Jenna gets pushed to the ground. Why, why do you think that moment? Because it's, you know, it's, it's like, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird because it's like, there really is. There's, there's not even like swearing in the movie. You know, there, there's was she uh, brutally raped there, by an animal. You know, there's no, uh, there's no assault, like sexual assault. There's no, um, you know, there's no like inciting violence. There's nothing like, you know, those are those are common things that, that can get banned. Oh, did uh, they? Were they? Did they say anything about being anti-vax? <laughs> no that could be it as well i mean these, like these ghosts have not been vaccinated <laughs> sure. so yeah no anyways, that's banned so here no i did hear something about amazon prime was gonna start so we're in a weird area uh like moment in time right now it's streaming and uh there's like there's a bunch of different things happening people aren't making as much money like netflix is gonna cut back on production but i had heard so amazon's kind of free of that because they have a whole other end to that business you know where they do shipping but i heard that they were going to start pulling back on programming because of the content and i believe this had to do with like the fake news shit that i joke about all the time where they were going to start auditing documentaries and it was one of those things where it's but it's one of those things where it's kind of like info wars and stuff like uh there's a guy who was doing um 
uh, bronco breaking or buck breaking. Have you heard of that? Yeah, bronco busting. Bronco busting. And that kind of content, I think they're going to start removing. So you might be in a tricky area where you're kind of doing a faux doc. Like, I, again, to us, it's found footage horror because we're clearly dealing, dealing with like the paranormal. But maybe they scrub through that and they're like, we don't need this documentary here. Yeah, it, but it's strange to me because like y'all are familiar with the fake ghost hunting shows that sell themselves. As oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's that's like a that's a debate area where, you know, some people are like, hey, it's fine. People are just trying to keep the mystery alive, you know, or like other people are like, no, like you have to brand it as either a horror film or a documentary because people are going to get confused whether it's real or not. And, you know, like those things I could see, you know, potentially being flagged, but like, you know, we're, we're coming from a standpoint of like, this movie is fiction. You know, there's like the only thing that suggests it's real is like title cards in the beginning of the film, you know, other than that, which is the standard way to like, you know, say that in found standard way to like introduce sort of found footage you know we don't ever try to manipulate or like deceive i don't it's know strange to me y'all had some biden propaganda in there no it was in the, it was in the, yeah i remember there's seeing not that. one that political like, thing in that <laughs> <laughs> no so you should look up if they have a haunting have you ever watched any of those a haunting of dice road or whatever is it called dice road no it's funny because uh it's it's kind of like um taps or like all of those like we're real dudes trying to find ghosts yeah except one of them is prozac who's a rapper but he doesn't Uh, prozac is a medication too true but it's also a rapper and i think his name is steven shippy yeah but he dude actually um if you haven't seen it a haunting on dice road is good uh william um lustig but spataro turned me onto it Billy. he's a big fan of like these paranormal shows but yeah if they pulled your shit down we gotta we gotta come after him tom i feel like it's some automated thing you can possibly like um yeah well if, if they're pulling down a town full of ghosts how long before they pull down blackwell ghost or all these other fake you know mockumentaries and like there are so many there's so many and amazon prime is kind of the breeding ground for them yeah yeah well, eight, okay, well, Town Full of Ghosts, how else can people watch it? Is it on Tubi or anything? Well, uh, we're, I think, I don't want to speak too soon, but it is, like, we, I think we fixed the problem, and, we're, you know, we're, I don't think, we're, I don't think, I don't think it's going to release through Amazon, but it should be able to still release pretty widely pretty soon. All right. All right. Well, fuck. Okay. Uh, hey, maybe they take down the Blackwell Ghost franchise, and then we get a physical release of it. I did. I did have a mental thought where I went down a tangent, and I was like, maybe we should bootleg these movies so I could own a Blu-ray of it. I really want a physical copy. So if you're out there, Turner Clay, can you can you please? I'll buy the damn posters, VHS, please. VHS. I'll do that. Do a combo pack, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. Although, honestly, he could do 4K because if you buy this movie on Amazon Prime, there is a it is a 4K version. Which our internet was not being friendly that night, so we did not get to enjoy it. We need to get you a laser disc player. I know. I have a lot of laser discs. I, I don't have a player. You have the criterion of Robocop on laser disc. Yep, and Akira. Tommy, help me out. You I got didn't it. like that. I'm not calling you Tommy. Do your friends call you Tommy? Uh I went by Tommy when I was a lot younger. And then I went by Tom or I still go by Tom because like 
that's what that's what friends call me. And the only reason I go by Thomas is because when I decided years ago that I wanted to start like acting and learning filmmaking, I realized that there was like another Thomas Burke that was way cooler than I was. And <laughs> like he was in like Ryan Gosling movies and I was like, oh, oh man, shit. I was like, there's no way I can uh, like, you know, so I so, that is at that point I was like, well, okay, I'll just I'll go by like my my real name Thomas, you know. But then I found out that, uh, like, you know, like about a year later, I started realizing that I wanted to get more behind the camera instead of in front. So I was doing a lot of assistant directing jobs. And then I found out that, like, there's a really, like, big time assistant director named Thomas Burke. So I kind of screwed myself there, too. Well, here we go. Uncle Clark's here to fix that problem. Also, <laughs> not comfortable saying my name is Uncle Clark. <laughs> How about you go by Tomas Burke? Or T-Bone Malone. Who knows? T-Bone. T-Bone Malone. T-Bone. Wait, I thought you Coco the monkey. You know, this podcast, clearly we are all pivotal talents of our era, and nobody's like us. In fact, I don't even share a name with anybody remotely famous, so I'm the coolest. But uh, my buddy over here, Clark. Don't talk about that. My mom did him a dirty, and my mom claims that she got this other Clark Little a... uh, a whole career having given him a magazine while he was flying on Hawaiian airline. Now again, mom, I love you to death, but I don't know how true actually. So, okay. There's another Clark little long story short. He's a very famous, uh, surfing photographer. And, uh, we have some of his art up in this room. It's probably the nice. most valuable thing we own. That's he- so cool. <laughs> Yeah, he signed it to my mom. So there's some truth. It's kind of like the Blackwell goes. He was in a documentary about himself with Eddie Vedder. <laughs> so, Dude, that's gonna... when you know you made it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Thomas, again, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Um, and, you know, uh, this franchise, frankly, just it means a lot. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we love, you know, everyone here. You know, we all love found footage. And uh, we all love the Blackwell Ghost because it it truly is a uh, special franchise that is one of a kind and has brought uh, me just joy. Me too. It it makes me feel so good that y'all feel like the same way about it because, you know, part of the fun is just talking about these movies, you know? So um, before we get out of here, I got to ask, do we have any predictions on where we're going to go? In number seven, I, I have, we're not done. The, I clearly the way this one ended, we're not done here. Can I tell you, I'm okay if we're done. We're not though. I'm okay if we're done. I'm sad if we're done, but I'm okay if we're done. Dude, I, I am a, also no, sad. I, I'm sorry. I have to disagree with y'all again. One, she's not dead. Two, this is a terrible ending. I think she's dead. We'll never he know. Just, we'll never. He just know. bought a new house. He's moved his kids to Florida, away from his parents, and. Uh, if you thought he was a bad dad before, think of uh, that water looks like those kids are going to end up floating upside down in there. That was my first thought. You leave that screen door open one time, you're you're minus a kid. Oh, They're going to be down the river eaten by an alligator. They're not going to live in Florida. I don't know. It felt like, wouldn't you, if no. your mom's haunting that house, why wouldn't you want to be there? No, they're having piano duets. She's going to teach him piano. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So I think this is a great opportunity. Again, um, not my favorite Blackwell ghost. No. I'm going to put that out there. I think my favorite might be three or four. I, I love the introduction of that Florida home. Mm-hmm. Good day. And, uh, you know, five is definitely up there, but I didn't like where we left on five because I was worried about it. But in this one, 
I think uh, I think we're in full Marvel mode, and this is one of those movies that's setting up another one. Mm. So I think uh, I don't know. We went um, very uplifting, emotional. I think we're uh, we're primed for some devastation coming up. I hope so. I think it's going to be a poltergeist. It's probably not his wife he was talking to. Something lured him out there. Zelda's going to be in there, dude. Fucking Zelda Rubenstein's terrifying. Um. But no, I think uh, I think we're in for I think seven's gonna be dark, dude. And I don't I definitely don't think they're done. I don't know if we got a seven. All right, Tom, you gotta break this up. Uh I was gonna predict and say that we don't hear from him for a couple years, and one of two things either happens. Either he directs a totally different movie off brand and is like it's just you know, different universe, different narrative film, maybe. Or if the franchise is hypothetically done, maybe he will make an announcement about that. You know, I don't think he would leave us hanging and say, you know, you know, five years, 10 years down the line, like we're just in limbo. I don't think that, I don't think, I don't think he'll do that. I feel like maybe he would probably, you know, uh, like if you remember the fear footage, like, you know, Ricky Umberger is pretty good at like keeping his mystery alive in his films too. And once, uh, you know, he rapped on fear footage 3 a.m. Like he got a lot more interactive with like his uh, like fans and viewers. So, you know, I could just maybe imagine that like Turner clay could potentially do that, you know, could be more active. Like once the, once the franchise is done, but again, I'm just, I'm just speculating. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky did get active. And if you, if you don't follow Ricky Umberger, he mostly posts on the fear footage, uh, Instagram, follow that. He finds YouTube videos and reviews of people. Uh, they're a little cuckoo, but I fucking love it. He's yeah. like, we're sitting here trying to look up if Turner's wife is dead. Those people, Oh, those conversations. That's another reality they're living in. Um, Tom, I love you, man. Love you guys. Thanks again for turning me on. I would have felt very lame having heard about this movie from somebody else first. Your mom, like, right? Okay. <laughs> She's a smart woman. My mom watched it immediately after uh, you put it out. There. Oh, nice. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Know. I'm so glad we're able to like you know feel all the same way about this. This is just. And Randy, if you haven't seen them, you should totally check it out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there is no in there no universe. I could just imagine Randy sitting there completely sober, angry. And then, you know, Turner's on screen going, I reviewed the footage and I didn't see this. The curtains were open. And when I talked to the lady, she also said their curtain, her curtains open on their own. And then I didn't realize when I woke up today, all the curtains were open. And just Randy with a gun in his mouth, <laughs> ready to end it. Well, Randy, what's else on a movie then? Like, cause I, I have, I want to recommend something to you one day that you'll watch, but like, what do you, what do you like? Uh, I don't know. Pretentious stuff, I guess. Avant-garde. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I, no, no. I recommended like an avant-garde found footage movie next week, would you watch it? Yeah, maybe. Does it have to be during a certain like deck, like a certain like uh, era? Does it have to be like from like the seventies or like Bonus points sure. it's in the sixties. I think uh, the reason why I I quit uh, after the first year is I realized that found footage isn't my thing. So. Oh, okay. 
And she- yeah, he's a hack, dude. You know, over here, we're navigating uncharted waters. You know, cinema's been around for over 100 years now, and things get a little stale. The traditional editing setup and format of a film with the actor-director relationship, it's old hat, Randy. And what we're doing is we're breaking out of that mold, and we're making shit like Bad Ben, the fear footage, and the Blackwell ghost. And Randy just can't hang. He's pretentious, but in an old way. We're thinking out of the box here. So, Randy, we'll get you on board. He did watch um, David Holtzman's Diary. Yeah. And I believe you did like that one. Yeah, that was good. So, there you go, Tom. Th- chew on that. When I, you're I, can work with that. I can work with that. Randy was also a big fan of Anne Be My Cat. Oh, nice. Yeah, I dug that one. Randy also liked Marcel the Shell. I, I uh, just got brought on to work on Adrian's new movie. The, uh, the- oh, fuck. We're talking Adrian Tofay. All right. God yeah. bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You you have our sympathies. Wait, wait, new new movie or uh, we put the world to sleep. I I thought that movie was completed. It's it's so he, uh, principal. He's been talking about it for ten years. Yeah, principal wait, photography what? is completed, but he's he's editing it now. Holy shit! We talked to him six years ago, and he was talking about that movie though. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, Thomas Burke is not only the. Uh, titular found footage adventure of the TBR report, but he also turned down James Dobbin Jones <laughs> and then took a job from Adrian Tofay. So I don't know, dude. So he is bizarro Oksana. Yeah. <laughs> the world is upside down. He is the opposite. <laughs> You're blurring the realities here, Tom. Anyway. Tom, we love you. Thanks, Bab. Thank you. This concludes the Discard Report. This concludes